Welcome to the Have I Ever Loved Myself podcast. My name is Maria, and this is a safe space to talk about the struggles of single life, dealing with loneliness, and all things healing journey. Today's topic is types of people you need to cut out of your life if you are healing. This is a very important topic because people and community around us are a huge factor in how fast, how well, and how productive we are at healing. A good, supportive, empathetic community is a huge factor in our healing. And if we manage to create that, and if we have people who truly support and believe in us, we're going to feel so much better, and now our healing journey can become so much easier. But unfortunately, it's not always possible, and there is always people who will inevitably make us feel worse in our healing journey. And we want to avoid that, right? So that's why I want to talk about five types of people who we need to cut out of our lives as much as we can if we're healing. I, of course, understand that it's not always possible to cut someone out completely, especially if it's a relative or a coworker or your boss, or it can be really hard and some situations are unavoidable, right? But at least if you cannot cut them out, you have to set the boundary because people, unfortunately, can and will make you feel bad intentionally or not. And just to preface this, some people are not aware of their patterns and they might not know that they're making you feel bad. So don't just automatically go and do it because people might not really know that they're hurting you. I would say the first step would always be to set the boundary and let them let them know how they're making you feel or just letting them know that you don't want to talk about certain subjects. You don't want to engage in certain conversations because people cannot observe the boundary that they don't know exists. The first step is always to be clear and set the boundary in a nice and respectful way, of course. And if people don't observe that boundary, this is a reason to take more drastic action and maybe stop talking to these people whatsoever. Of course, it's up to you, but in my experience and in my client's experience, cutting toxic people out is one of the first steps that speeds up your healing journey dramatically. Let's get into it. And before we start, I just want to ask you to rate this podcast and leave a review. I pour my heart and soul into this and I take it very seriously. I appreciate all the feedback. So it's only going to take a minute. So please let me know what you think. And it will really, really motivate me to keep doing this. And it will really give me some understanding of what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. So thank you so much in advance for doing this. And now on to the podcast. So the first step of people to cut out of your life, if you're on your healing journey, is people who don't have space for your emotions. These people will often say, Oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, it's okay. Let's say you're going through a breakup. The people who don't have space for your emotion would just not be able to make you feel good and provide empathy for you. On the surface, they will say all the right things, but you feel like you they don't really mean it or they're trying to cut the conversation short because they don't really have the capacity to, to listen and really, really understand you. They will often be dismissive in like, why are you still talking about this? It's been a long time. Oh my God, stop. You're going to be fine. Technically, there, I'm sympathizing with you. But those are empty words that don't make you feel good. Or let's say you share something very personal and the person you're telling this to gets really uncomfortable and they kind of like close down and you just feel like there is no connection. And it makes you feel bad. It makes you feel like you're too much. It makes you feel like you're overshared. It makes you feel like you put your trust in the wrong person. And ultimately, it makes you feel really, really bad. And unfortunately, you have to understand that some people don't and 
might not ever have space for your emotions because they are not comfortable with their own emotions and they're just not ready to let you in and be vulnerable that way. Worst case scenario, they might lash out at you. They might get angry at you. The more emotional you're getting, the angry and more uncomfortable they, they will be around you. And I have friends like that. And it doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means that I will not go to them with the most vulnerable stuff. And again, it doesn't mean that those people are not real friends. It just means that, let's say if you're crying, you're having a nervous breakdown, those will not be people who you will go to first. You will need someone who's good at empathy, who's good at comforting you, who's good at listening, and who's very comfortable with you being vulnerable around them. And unfortunately, not people are. Well, that you have to determine for yourself whether it's worth keeping that friendship or not. Because I have friends who are not comfortable with my emotions, but I know if I need some sort of practical help, like a place to stay, come and do something for me. Help me move. Just help me out in any practical way. They're great at this and I know they care. They're just not my number one people to, to go to if I'm feeling really, really sad and if I'm having a breakdown. Another type of people to cut out of your life if you are on your healing journey is people who try to steal your thunder. For them, everything is a competition. So whatever you tell them, they will tell you, oh my God, I've had worse. Oh my God, I'm the same. Oh my God, the same thing happened to me. Again, sometimes it's not intentional. Sometimes they think they're empathizing with you by showing that they've been in a similar situation. But they kind of flip the situation and they are the one who are deserving empathy now, even though you were the first to come and ask them for help and ask them to listen, right? So now you feel obligated to comfort them when you're the one who needs comforting most. So it feels a little unfair and ultimately it doesn't make you feel good because you don't feel hurt. Sometimes they will also try to convince you that their situation is worse and they went through a harder time. Again, you have to determine for yourself whether this person is a good person or they're just selfish and they don't care, right? And again, you can always set the boundary and say how it makes you feel. And if the person is not self-aware and they care about you, they will try to change that. And they will try to give you empathy and make you feel like they're truly there for you, right? Another type of people to cut out of your life if you are on your healing journey is people who have bad influence on your new lifestyle. Remember, people who don't love you for you they will always, or people who, who feel like they don't want to change, they wouldn't want you to change because they feel threatened. And it just reminds them that how little self-work they are doing themselves or how their self-work is not enough, how they are not doing anything and you are, they wouldn't want you to change. It's like a crab bucket, right? They will try to pull you back into the bucket and go back to your old habit. Let's say you want to quit drinking. You want to start drinking less at least, but they will always be like, come on, it's fine. Just get a couple of drinks and they will try to guilt you into it, right? Be like, don't be boring. You hardly come out anymore. Don't be such a loser, but let's have a fun night out. Let's get drinks. Let's get drunk. I want to do this. Your progress just reminds them of how little they're doing and they feel guilty. So they will try to flip it on you inevitably. And you have to just admit that it's a threat on you for your healing journey. The way to deal with these people is, again, step one, always try to set a boundary and explain. You can say, hey, I miss you too. I feel like in the past, we mostly were going out drinking. But since I didn't do it anymore, would you be open to doing something else? Maybe we can go for a walk or maybe we can go for a coffee. Or maybe we just go out to dinner and we don't drink. I'm just not at a place where I want to continue with my previous lifestyle, but I still want you to, to be my friend. And sadly, 
some people will stop being part of your life because they only liked you because of the things you did together. But that's all for the better, right? We don't want people to make us feel worse, who make us do things that are not authentic to us anymore, even though they used to be at a time. It's okay to lose people and to let them go because we want to find people who either will love you no matter what or they will be aligned with your current lifestyle, right? So some people will inevitably leave your life as a result of this, but it's okay. It, and if you think that some person always makes you feel bad for your new lifestyle choices or if the activities that you do together prevent you from healing and sticking to, stick into your new routine and following your new rules, talk to them. And if they don't understand, it's okay to let them go. The next type of people to cut out of your life if you're on your healing journey who want gossip and drama. Let's say you're going through a breakup and these people will always make you want to talk about. It. Always be like, so what's happening? Tell me the gossip, tell me the drama, I want to know. And on the surface, they will, be, they will be very supportive. They will say, oh my God, that's crazy. Oh my God, that's insane. But they wouldn't want to go really deep and they wouldn't want to provide you any real empathy. That you will never hear them saying, oh my God, it must be so hard. How are you really feeling? They don't really care about you. They either want a distraction from their own drama or they have nothing going on and they want to live through you. Again, not saying they're bad people. They, all these things might be unconscious. So the first step would be, of course, to set the boundary and to see how they react. If they respect it, great. Maybe they can respect the fact that you don't want to talk about certain things. But if they don't respect it, first you have to think about how it affects you. If you feel like it's not benefiting you, then you'll have to restrict the time that you spend with this person. Finally, the type of people that does not make you feel good and that is not good for your healing is enablers. This is not the most obvious choice because they can mask themselves as the most devoted people and your best friends. They will always tell you, oh my God, you're the best. You don't do anything wrong. You're perfect. Anyone would be lucky to have you. There is nothing you could be doing better. You are such a star. And I mean, don't get me wrong. There is a time and place for this. Sometimes we do need support. And sometimes we, we don't always necessarily want to hear the truth, right? Let's say you're having a nervous breakdown or somebody just broke up with you. Of course, you want to hear these things. You don't want to hear how it might have been your fault as well, right? But if it's something that is happening constantly and you feel like these people never tell you that you did something wrong and they don't make you reflect on your behavior, this is a cause for concern because you're amazing and you are a rock star and you are a great person, but you're not perfect. We all make mistakes and we all have traits that we need to work on. We all have trauma. We all have things that we need to improve. So it's okay to tell you the truth once in a while when you're ready to hear it, of course. Problem is, if you surround yourself with enablers, you will never be able to grow from it because you will think that and you don't need to change anything. And there is always something to work on. And if it's a breakup you're going through, to a degree, it's always two people's fault. It might be one person's fault more than the others, but still, there are things that you could have done better. And it's very important to analyze and learn from every single one of your experiences. So enablers, even though they seem very supportive and they seem great, they are not doing you a favor by doing it. So ideally, you want a combination of someone who is able to give you empathy and compassion. And at the same time, who is able to tell you the truth when they know you need it. 
That is all I wanted to talk about today. And before we wrap up, I have an exciting announcement to make. I am launching a transformative mentorship program called The Joy of Being Single. This program is specifically designed to empower and support single women in their quest for self-love, fulfillment, and joy. To celebrate the launch of the program, I am searching for 10 passionate and committed women to be my beta testers. As a beta tester, you'll have the incredible opportunity to receive personalized coaching sessions, access exclusive resources, and be part of a supportive community of like-minded women on the same journey. So if you've been feeling lonely outside of a relationship, you've been struggling with self-esteem issues, self-worth, and if you feel unfulfilled, incomplete without a relationship, this program will be perfect for you. If you feel like you need help transforming your life and getting over your breakup or finding happiness outside of a relationship and rocking your single journey, DM me on Instagram or TikTok at have I ever loved myself with underscores and let's talk. You can book a free call with me and if we both decide you're a good fit for the program, we'll get started. I am offering it at a very large discount that will never be available before. So if you want to take advantage of the opportunity, DM me. I would be happy to talk to you. And until next time, keep embracing your journey, love yourself fiercely, and celebrate every moment of your wonderful single life. Remember, you deserve all of the love and happiness that life has to offer. Take care. I'm always here to help you and see you next time.